First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number one. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud. Someone say under the cloud and passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Verse, uh, let's go over to Numbers chapter 9 and verse number 17. The Bible says, And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that the children of Israel journeyed. And in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel, that's where they stayed. When the cloud was moving, they were moving. But when the cloud stayed still, they also stood still. For the next few moments, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to try to preach to you on this subject, a spirit-led life. Amen. Would you lift your hands all across this house? And would you truly ask that God would have his will and his way in the remainder of this service? Come on, from the left to the right, from the front to the back. Can we lift our voices and can we really pray just for a few moments? Lord, anoint me from the top of my head down to the soles of my feet. I'm going to declare what thus saith the word of the Lord. Let your spirit reign supreme in this service, O God. Oh God, we need a move of the Holy Ghost more than we need anything else in this world. Hey, talabo Come on, that's it. Just lift your voices for a little while longer. I feel something stirring in the atmosphere right now. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, that's it. Something's moving in this house. Come on, that's it. Press in here. Oh, in the name of the Lord. If you're expecting God to do something great, would you clap your hands and would you shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph? Come on, really give Jesus a great and mighty praise in this house. Someone shout hallelujah. Come on, shout it like you believe God's about to do something. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, amen. Amen. You can be seated in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Bible says that they were baptized unto Moses in the sea and in the cloud. Now you got to understand something that this is Old Testament typology for New Testament new birth. They were baptized in the sea and in the cloud unto Moses. You and I are baptized in the watery grave of baptism and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. The cloud is synonymous in Scripture here with the Spirit of God. And the sea is likewise to baptism in Jesus' name. And when you are baptized in the name of Jesus, old things are passed away. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Now, the only way you can get in Christ is to be baptized in his name. 
And so for you to be in him is through baptism. And when you are baptized and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, he says that you are a new creature. That old things are passed away. And all things, someone say all things, become new. Now, the last I checked, all means all. That means when you are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that not a portion of you becomes new. That not a piece of you becomes new. But all things, every single part of your life becomes new. This is shadowed and it is typed in the exodus of the children of Israel. If you turn to Exodus 14 and 27, it says, And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. When the morning appeared and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians, someone say, in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. Verse number 30. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. Now you have to understand that this is what the apostle was talking about when he said they were baptized unto Moses in the sea and just like the Israelites past called the Egyptians followed them into the water so too does your past follow you into the waters of baptism but friends when you come up on the other side of the waters of baptism Everything that used to have you bound cannot make it through the covenant waters that is baptism in Jesus Christ. Now, in the natural, we cannot see this as they saw their Egyptian taskmasters and all of the Egyptians that went after them dead upon the shore. But if you could see through the lens of the Spirit on the other side of the waters of baptism, so too is everything that ever had you bound dead upon the shores of your baptismal moment. If it was done... In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, everything that used to have you bound when you're baptized in the name of Jesus, that is dead on the shores of baptism. Everything that used to come against you, everything that used to try to stop you, every addiction, every stronghold, every principality, it all dies on the other side of baptism. I know you can't see it in the natural, but if you could look into the supernatural, every time somebody goes down in the name of Jesus, you would see addictions laid up in that baptismal tank. You would see broken hearts, broken families, broken marriages, broken lives. You would see it all broken and dead in the grave of baptism.
power in baptism in Jesus' name. And they were baptized unto Moses with the cloud. Someone shout the cloud. The cloud is New Testament infilling of the gift of the Holy Ghost. And as they were baptized unto Moses in the cloud, our text shows us something very beautiful. That the same cloud that they were baptized in also led them to the promise. The salvation experience is not meant that we would just be baptized in the water and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and wander aimlessly through life. But the same cloud that filled you also wants to lead you. The same cloud that filled you with His Spirit, it also wants to lead you through the chaos of the wilderness and unto the promises of God it's the same cloud our issue is not understanding the power of salvation our issue is in understanding the necessity of walking after the spirit after it fills us the Israelites issue was never in the fact that they could not believe that God could save them It was in the walk after the salvation where they had their struggle. That's why the Apostle Paul says in Galatians 5 and 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You see, we all here today are a people that are robed in a fleshly exterior. And because of that, just like the Apostle Paul says, we are at war between the spirit and the flesh. But friends, as Galatians 5 and 16 says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. The same spirit that fills you, it'll lead you. The same spirit that saved you, it will guide you. The same spirit that redeemed you, it will walk with you. It will talk with you. It will help you getting to heaven. God did not save us for us to wander aimlessly. Numbers 9 and 22, the Bible says, or whether it were two days or a month or a year that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, the children of Israel remained there until the Spirit said move. Until God says go, we don't go. Until God says move, we don't move. Because the cloud that saved you will be the very same cloud that will lead you. We got a few young people in this service today. Let me tell you, the Spirit will tell you what major to pick in college. The Spirit will tell you what to do and what not to do. Let me speak to some adults here who are struggling with the calamities of life. If we can be spirit led the same spirit that saved us will also lead us someone shout the cloud it is also the spirit 
It's the same thing. And so we're going to look a little bit into Scripture about a Spirit-led life. Is that all right today? Does anybody want to be led by the Spirit? Oh God, I want to be led by the Spirit. I don't want to be led by the flesh. I I want the Spirit to tell me where to go. I I want the Spirit to help me. I want the Spirit to talk to me. I want the Spirit to walk with me. Isaiah 44 and 22. I have blotted out, this is the Lord speaking, as a thick cloud, thy transgressions, and as a cloud, Thy sins return unto me. For I, someone say I, that's God speaking, have redeemed thee. Now you must understand that God is manifested in the flesh and comes to us as Jesus Christ. That's why John chapter 4 and verse number 24 says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth because he is a spirit that moved upon the face of the waters in Genesis and it is a spirit that is moving now and it was the spirit of God that filled the man Christ God is a spirit And so he said, it was by the power of my spirit, I saved you, I redeemed you, and I took away your sins. It is not the will of God for a spirit-led saint of God to be bound by a spirit of condemnation. It is not the will of God for you to think that you have failed too great, you have fallen too hard, and the mistake you have made was too large. I've come today to tell you, if you you're walking after the spirit then you understand your God is greater than your sin your God is greater than your transgression your God is more powerful than any mistake you've ever made I don't care when you fell I don't care how you fell the blood is still more powerful your spirit led then you're not supposed to be bound by condemnation If you're spirit-led, I'm going to help you. Hebrews 12 and 1. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed with a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sins which so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. When you're spirit-led and you are down and out and you feel like you are weighed down with life, there is a cloud that is full of witnesses that are not going to let you get downtrodden if you walk after the things of the Spirit. There is a cloud that will minister to you in a weak moment. There is a cloud that will encourage you when you feel like you can't keep going. There is a cloud that will say, come on, elder. You've come this far. Don't throw in the towel now. Come on, new convert. You just got a taste of my spirit. Let's keep walking. Let's keep talking. Let's keep moving. The cloud, it has the power to encourage a saint of God. The process of backsliding always begins when prayer ends. 
Because when you stop praying, you stop hearing from the cloud. But when you're praying, you have the ability to encourage yourself in the Lord. When you're praying, you have the ability to walk into your prayer closet broken, beat up, hurt, bruised by life and calamity. But when you get in the presence of the cloud, God will start saying, I'm here for you. We can do it together. And there's a great cloud of witnesses saying, I've been there. Come on, Bubba. Don't stop now. Don't quit now. First Samuel 30 and 6, the Bible says that David's men, they were grievously vexed by the fact that their wives and their kids and their city had been pillaged and, and, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. And they were going after him with stones to kill him. And the Bible says, David, a spirit-led man, a cloud-led man, found the ability that when friends were against him, when peers were against him, uh, come on, even in that moment, uh, he said, I encouraged uh, myself uh, in the Lord. Uh, Sometimes uh, when life is against you, uh, when everything around you is coming against you, uh, you got to learn uh, how to shut the door, uh, get on your knees, grab a hold of the throne, and not move until strength comes for the journey. The stones of offense are going to be thrown at you, friend. I said the stones of offense are going to be thrown at you. It helps some of you with offense. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 13 that when offense came, it says that these people with the stony ground that when the word came to them that they received the word with anon that means with great joy they were dancing oh I got a word oh I got a word and then when the word started germinating and coming to pass the Bible says that because of the word persecution came it was only because of the word that persecution showed up Let me help somebody. The Lord spoke something to me to help me, and I'm going to help you with it. Offense is pride. Because when you get offended at a naysayer, you think it's because you're bad to the bone, and I've got it all going for me. No, the offense came, Bishop, because there's a word in my life. Go to Revelation. The Bible says that I, John, was on the aisle called Patmos. Why? Because of the word and the testimony of Jesus Christ. But in spite of the fact that I was there for the word, I did not let my own carnal nature feel like I'm so great that I put myself here. But when you realize they're coming for the word that's within you, in spite of what's being said, in spite of what's being done, You can still get in the spirit on the Lord's day. And he said, I am Alpha and Omega. When you realize it's coming for the word, you'll still get in the spirit. And you won't let offense from a brother rob you from the moment of victory and revelation that's going to bring healing to others. 
Had John not got in the spirit, he wouldn't have got the revelation to the seven churches in Asia. He wouldn't have got the revelations to the end time that we read and believe. But because one man said, it didn't come for me. I'm nothing. I don't have anything to offer. I don't have anything to give. But there's a word in me. There's something trying to be birthed. There's something trying to come to pass. You need to release a fence out of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That spirit of offense will choke out a word. It'll choke out a possibility of the word coming to pass. You hold hostage revelation that God needs for somebody in your life. If you don't allow fence to be let go. I feel that in the Holy Ghost right there. You need to learn how to let go of a fence. It's going to show up. Friends are going to hurt you. Family's going to hurt you. Life's going to do you wrong. But guess what? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it's going to be there, Pastor. There's going to be trial. There's going to be tribulation. I'm not going to fear for thou, the cloud, the cloud, the cloud is with me. Someone really lift your hands right now and release that in the name of the Lord. Release it in the name of the Lord. Did you feel that? Somebody in this place just said, it's not worth what God has within me. It's not worth the promises of God. I don't care what they said. It's not worth my future. I don't care what they did. It's not worth my anointing. I don't care what they said. It's not worth what God has for me. You've got to learn to let go. Because if you ever let go, you'll release an apostolic anointing that you never had before. Release it in the name of the Lord. Come on, lift your hands and release it in the name of Jesus. Exodus 14 and 19. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it became the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud of darkness to the world, but it was light to the people of God. A spirit-led life is going to enter into seasons where you feel like God has left from in front of you. Where it seems like the cloud has removed itself and shifted. And your prayer life seems a little more dry than normal. And your worship seems a little bit less dry than normal. 
and it seems like all hell is breaking loose and you're saying where in the world is God it was that same moment that they started talking to Moses did you bring us out here to die because sometimes the cloud on a spirit led life will go from in front of you to behind you not because it left you but because it formed protection for you from things that you could not have fought on your own or things that you could not see coming by yourself and so sometimes God shifts locations not to forsake you but to show you I'm protecting you from an enemy you can't handle on your own I'm protecting you from something uh, you can't my lord turn with me to the book of joshua chapter 6 and verse number 9 and the armed men went from before the priest that blew the trumpet with the trumpets and the re-reward came after the ark the priest going on and blowing the trumpets let me help you God speaks to the children of Israel. You're going to march for seven days. Six days in silence, one time. The seventh day, you're going to march six times in silence. And on the seventh time, you're going to release a shout. And this is how I'm going to organize you. The men of war are going to be in the front. The priests with the trumpet are going to go after that. Then the priests that are bearing the Ark of the Covenant, the glory of God, are going to go here. And then we're going to have this group called the Re-Reward. Now, the Re-Reward literally means the rear guard. It comes from the Hebrew word akaf. If you go to Isaiah 58 and 8, it says, Then the light shall break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and the righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory, the cloud, and the cloud shall be thy re-reward. So now you go back to Exodus and you see that they are set up with an adversary or an obstacle in front of them and an adversary behind them. And it would appear as though the Lord has forsaken their future and removed himself to go behind them. But let me help some of you. When you start understanding the rear guard and you look at the word akaf, because see, I'm not exactly a Hebrew scholar. So I like to go to either YouTube or Reverend Google to learn how to pronounce these things correctly so I don't come up here and make myself a fool in front of all y'all. It's still Stephen, baby. That's an inside joke. I'm sorry. And so when you look up the word, the rear guard, it comes from the original word, akaf. Can you put that picture up for me? When you look at this word, you see in Hebrew, they would write with letters from right to left and they would read from right to left. And for every Hebrew letter, there is also an ancient pictogram for most of them to depict them. And so you start over here on the right and you see that triangle with a little line through it. That is the ox, otherwise known as the strength and the authority of God. So you see, when God went from before them and shifted to behind them, what he was telling them is, I am now becoming the strength that you cannot see. I am now the authority that you cannot lay eyes on. I am the power when you have no power. I am the strength when you have no strength. Even when you feel like God's power has dried up, it's just moved to behind you to be the authority you can't see. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Then you go to the middle one that looks like a cross with two extra arms. 
That is called the prop. The prop is what holds up. The prop is what gives them the sustainability with God. I'm about to preach to somebody that feels like God has left you and you're about to throw in the towel. It's not time to give up because what God is doing is being your sustainer and he's able to give you strength for the journey. When you feel like quitting, now's not the time to quit because if you're a spirit-led man or woman of God, then he will hold you up when you feel like throwing in the cup. Somebody in here knows what I'm talking about. You were going to quit. And then you just got a little second wind to keep on. That was God moving when you couldn't see him. That was God working when you didn't know he was working. Then you move to the last one all the way to the left. You will find that that is the mouth of God. Which represents the spoken word. He told them, you got to march in silence, Bishop. But that doesn't mean God was silent while they were marching. They were remaining quiet. They couldn't speak around the walls of Jericho. But I feel like God was over there speaking to the walls. You're about to come down. You're about to crumble. I feel like God was speaking to the land of Canaan. My people have arrived for their promise. I know you can't speak. I know you can't. You're just walking in obedience. But while you're in obedience and God is shifted behind you, he's speaking where you can. My Lord, have mercy. And it is the spoken word of God that gives your shout the authority. You see, something kind of came to me this first morning session, and this is kind of what I was thinking about it. When we speak what the Lord says, we are speaking what has already been spoken. And so what gives the word of God the authority when a man of God speaks it is that God was already speaking on your behalf. So when you open your mouth and you declare, when the cloud starts moving and you give a shout, God has already spoken. God has already done. God has already moved. Somebody needs to open your mouth and declare the word right now. You need to declare it over your struggle. You need to declare it. Speak the word. Speak the word. So you mean when I can't see God and I'm a spirit-led person, he's fighting on my behalf? Yeah. Prove it to me. I'd love to. Exodus 14 and 24. And it came to pass in the morning. Watch. The Lord looked upon the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and through the cloud and from the cloud he troubled the camp of the Egyptians from behind them he reached his hand out and started removing the wheels of the Egyptians and the Bible says in verse number 25 that when they drove them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let the Lord, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord. Can I say it like this for the cloud? 
For the cloud is fighting for Israel. Oh God, when he moved from behind him, he reached out and began to fight what they could not fight and begin to trouble what they could not trouble and begin to remove what they could not remove. I want to preach to somebody sometimes when you're spirit led and you feel like God has moved from in front of you, it's because he's behind you fighting a battle. You're not strong enough to fight on your own. Numbers 9 and 16. So it was. The cloud covered it by day. And the appearance of fire. Now, first of all, when you're looking at this scripture, it was always. When you're following the cloud, it's not going to forsake you. Always. But this is what jumped out at me. The cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. Now, I've always preached it this way. There was a pillar of a cloud and a pillar of a fire. But it wasn't two different pillars. It was the same cloud. It was the same spirit that kept them during the day kept them in the night hour that led them in the day led them in the night hour and the last I checked the apostle Paul wrote in Romans that it was the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead that same spirit is living inside of you not a different spirit not another God it's the same spirit it's the same cloud the cloud that filled you is the cloud that will And the cloud that will lead you is the cloud that will always remain. When it got to the gifts of the Spirit, it said there's nine gifts, but the same Spirit. It's the same spirit. It's the same spirit that's going to watch over you. It's the same spirit that's going to lead you and it's going to guide you. It's the same spirit. I need somebody that's got the Holy Ghost to realize if you're led by the spirit, it'll lead you. It'll guide you. It'll watch over you. It'll protect you. Come on, loose your voice right now. It's the same spirit. I said it's the same. It's the same God. Come on, lift your voices right now. spirit-led life stay standing I'm almost done no music yet Psalms 105 and 39 can you put that up for me he spread a cloud for a covering and fire 
to give them a light in the night. That same cloud that led them. Gregory, in the elements of the wilderness, the elements of the world would have scorched them. The sun would have burned them. The elements would have gotten to them. But the same cloud... The same cloud that brought you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. The same cloud that's going to lead you out of the wilderness and into the land of promise. The same cloud also knows how to protect you from the elements of the world. We're worried about principalities and powers. But the same cloud that got victory over them when he spoiled them and made a triumphant victory procession out of hell. The same cloud that will cover you in the midst of chaos and calamity and worry. The same cloud. Isaac, don't go down to Egypt. Genesis 25. I need you to go down to the land of Gerar. Okay. And there was a famine in the land that was besides the first famine. That's what the word says. And he told Isaac, go there where there's a famine. But Lord, what am I going to do to feed my cattle? How am I going to take care of my wife? How am I going to provide for my kids? How am I going to feed all the servants? How am I going to... Oh, you're following a different cloud, Isaac. And Isaac sowed in the season of a famine when the world couldn't get a harvest. Isaac reaped a hundredfold when the world couldn't find a breakthrough. Isaac was becoming more rich and more blessed. You're not bound by the elements of the world. If you're spirit-led, the same God that saved you, protect you in political dysfunction. He'll protect my Lord. Well, interest rates are going up. Well, the world's got a famine. Well, the sales are becoming bare. The same God. I feel like preaching doubt and fear and worry. If you'll walk after the Spirit, that cloud that saved you, He'll provide, He'll protect, He'll give, He'll invest. If you need a miracle, it's in the cloud. You need a breakthrough, it's in the cloud. You need deliverance, it's in the cloud. You need a healing, it's in the cloud. You've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, it's in the cloud. Oh, come on. I feel so much faith in this house. Uh, I feel barriers uh, are about to be broken because there's some spirit-led folk uh, that's been on the journey uh, and you feel downtrodden and weary and broken, uh, but the cloud has not left you. Uh, The cloud has not forsaken you. You need a miracle? You ought to be down here right now and get in the cloud. You need a breakthrough? You ought to get down here right now and get in the cloud. 
Come on. The Bible says the glory of the Lord filled the house. The cloud filled the house with such intensity and such fervor that no man could stand. Let the Spirit of the Lord come in this room so strong that I can't stand in the presence of the Almighty. Let there be a cloud. You need a breakthrough, you ought to be running down here. You need a miracle in your life, you ought to be running down here. You ought to get in the cloud. You ought to be like John and get in the spirit right now. Come on, the cloud's here. He's here for your breakthrough. He's here to minister to you. He's here to deliver you. He's here to save you. He's here to set you free. He's here to lead you. He's here to speak for you. He's here to guide you. Come on, come on, come on. Come down here and you lift your hands and you lift your voice and you let the cloud fall upon you again. Come on, come on, don't get quiet. Get a hold of the cloud. Some of y'all need to push through the flesh and get a hold of the cloud. Come on, people can be filled with the Holy Ghost right now. People are going to be baptized. People are going to be delivered. Why? The cloud's here. It's not by might and it's not by power. It's by the cloud. It's by the cloud. It's by the Spirit. for the music but no music right now I feel like talking to somebody right now you're wondering why you can't get a breakthrough it's because you're spectating the cloud and you're not getting in the midst of what God's trying to do in your life right now now listen if you need something from God right now I need you to release whatever it is that's holding you back the cloud is here I'm telling you the glory of the Lord is abiding in this tabernacle right now and no flesh can stand in the glory I need you to lift your hands I need you to show you as a sign of surrender saying God I realize I'm in flesh but I need something from you right now and I'm asking that the cloud would take my life that the cloud would do what only it can that the spirit of God would surpass all that I have going on right now if you will lift your voice and you will step into the spirit right now you have a decision to make you can just idly go by or you can put yourself in the flow of the spirit right now and your miracle will happen and your deliverance will happen come on your marriage is waiting on you to get back in the spirit your breakthrough is waiting on you to get back in the spirit it's moving right now release your voice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ come on that's it that's it Come on, come on, come on, come on. Something's shifting right now. I feel a spiritual deposit coming back into your life, sir. I feel a spiritual shift coming back into your life, ma'am. Yeah, there it is.
If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, lift your hands, repent of your sins, and you'll be filled with the Spirit of God. Come on, let it flow into you right now. Come on. Oh, that's it. It's flowing in right now. Oh, in the name of the Lord. Come on, surrender to that right now in the name of Jesus. If you'll surrender to what's trying to flow into your life right now, I'm telling you, notable miracles will start breaking all across this house right now. Come on, there's people in here that have been praying for the answer for a month or five months, uh, and you're wondering why it hasn't happened. Uh, I feel a shift taking place. If you'll get in the spirit right now, the answer will come. Come on. Come on. feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. Let me help. Let me help a few of you. We're going to, there's a, there's a breaking forth that's trying to happen right now. My biggest devil is not the devil. I got victory over him a long time ago. Now there's will be spiritual opposition, but Dylan's biggest issue is Dylan. And you keep blaming the enemy for the devices you created in your flesh. And if you will break through the flesh right now, the deliverance you're looking for is on the other side of the surrender. 
Now, if you will lift your hands and truly surrender, don't just do it just to do it. I'm talking about a real surrender. I'm talking about when God tells you what to do when your hands are lifted. If it's to fall on the ground, you'll fall. If it's to run, you'll run. If it's to shout, you'll shout. Whatever the Holy Ghost tells you to do, if you will really surrender right now in this moment. And you'll say, flesh, you've gotten my way one too many times. Come on. The devil's been rebuked. Now we're going to rebuke our flesh. I need you to lift your hands if you want it. And I want you to say, Lord, I'm sorry for allowing my flesh to get in the way of this moment. Come on. Now allow the spirit to overtake the power that is your flesh right now. Come on. There it is. Come on. Come on, there's an unlocking. I feel a key is being released into your hand right now. And you're about to unlock something in the supernatural. Come on, it's here right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is speaking to some of you right now. Do what the Lord is telling you to do. Come on, that's it. Come on, deliverance is walking all around this room right now. Come on, uh, God, I'm not trying just to push you to push you. God is trying to pull you out of your comfort right now. God is trying to pull you out of your normalcy right now. If you'll do what you've never done, God will give you what you've always desired right now. Yes, Jesus. Come on, you gotta press. You gotta press. Come on, the weary in heart will give up quick, but those that are one, the things of the Spirit, you're gonna press right now. Ah, come on. If you'll press in, God will do it. Come on. Come on, I need the spiritually strong right now to lift your voice and start to release the sound that heaven is prompting in this room right now. Come on, 
Come on, some of y'all don't know what to pray. Right now, the Spirit is trying to make intercession on your behalf. Lift your voice. I release you into intercession right now. Come on. Some of y'all, the flesh is telling you, I don't know what to say anymore. I prayed everything I know to pray. Now the Spirit's going to pray. I don't know the ball. There's a, there it is. Come on. The Spirit's breaking forth now. Come on. I feel a perizine moment. There's a breach of waters. Rivers are flowing again. Come on, sing, O barren, that thou didst not bear. Come on, release your sound of intercession right now. Come on, come on, come on. Loose that tongue. It's been a while since you spoke in tongues. It's been a while. Come on. I release every intercessor right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. I release a spirit of intercession over every person that's here. Come on, release it, release it, release it. Come on, that's it. When you break through and you feel it break through, I want you to turn and lay hands on your neighbor and you're going to help them break through. Because if one can put a thousand to flight and two thousand can put to, come on, two can put ten thousand to flight. Turn and lay hands on them. Come on, turn and lay. When you feel yourself break through, I want you to lay your head on their head and I want you to speak the word of faith over them right now. Come on, don't hold captive the word of God. Speak it out right now. Speak it out right now. Speak it out right now. Come on, I feel a prophetic anointing upon me right now. I'm speaking rivers in a desert over your life. 
I said, I'm speaking a river where there has, where, where it seems like there has been famine. Waters are going to flow again. Come on. I'm about to preach right now to those, uh, just like the Bible says, uh, there will be more children from the barren. There will be more children from the desolate. I'm speaking to the desolate place in your life. Let the rivers of living water flow there. If you'll open your mouth and begin to travail, rivers will flow to dead places. Streams will break out in the dormant avenues of your life. Come on, come on, come on. There's about to be, uh, there is a breach of waters uh, that's trying to come out of you. uh, And dry places uh, are going to live again. Come on, I'm not in this mic because I want to be. I ain't got much voice to use. But I feel such a strong prophetic anointing in this room right now. I'm telling every person right now, if you will open your mouth and let rivers flow, there's about to be dry places that produce fruit again. I feel businesses are about to come alive again. There are rivers that are trying to burst forth out of you, sir. There are rivers that are trying to burst out of you, ma'am. And if you'll let the rivers flow, it's going to trickle to a place that you never thought the waters would get to again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, your intercession is prophetic right now. Your tongue is prophetic right now. I'm telling you, when you release your tongue and begin to speak in that heavenly language, you are prophesying in the spirit right now. Come on, 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 come on,